Yo, we back, me and Darren. Um, last time we, we recorded during that thunderstorm, but we had the fan on, so <laughs> you can't hear anything. <laughs> I mean, you could hear, it's just bad quality. Very muffled. It's like, put out bad quality. <laughs> it sound like those uh, bootlegs you get from the, cor- from the corner store or something like that, and the dude like turns around the camera and be like, it's my favorite part, like, something like that. Oh, <laughs> uh, so you doing it again then? Yeah, so we're redoing it, and also, obviously some things have happened in those weeks, like that week that's passed by. Um, so we're going to kind of dive into it. We've been talking about coronavirus for like since we started the podcast. So like that's one of the biggest things, but I would say one of the biggest events that has happened as of recently was um, Joe Biden naming Kamala Harris as his VP. Not a lot of people happy with that. And I feel like this was a move that really kind of, and it, it, it's hard for a lot of people because like they look at it and, it, and those, are like, those are the Democratic sides. You know what I mean? Like they're Democrats. So like, all right, so we're supposed to side with them. The majority, you know what I mean? Certain people. Anything to get Trump out is, is the exactly right now. But like him selecting to run with Kamala is like, that's, that's a red flag for a lot of people. I mean, I mean it's just a contradiction. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody, well, if you really know, if you really pay attention to stuff, you already know Joe Biden does dirt. But for the people that really don't pay attention to Joe Biden and politics and stuff like that, now you're looking at him running with Kamala Harris, and it's like, bro, like, <laughs> you're looking at him like, what is this? Like, now it's, you're looking at the senses of like, yo, we really want to get Trump out of the office, but like, do we really want to run with Biden? running with Kamala and like what diabolical scheme they have up their sleeves. I'm not gonna lie, it definitely, I, I wouldn't do it, but it definitely pushed me a little bit more towards believing in somebody outside of the two parties. Kanye? Kanye West. <laughs> I was, yo, I'm not gonna lie, I was, I was up to like one o'clock the other day, and I was really trying to weigh out the odds. It was like, yo, cause if we really wanna get away from how, you know, the government's being run and how it's been run in the past, we really will have to go outside of the norm. So we'd have to select somebody that's either unaffiliated or somebody that's independent from the two parties. Because like you said before, and we said previously before, Republicans will be racist, bigoted, or whatever it is. Like, whatever they do, whatever dirt they do, but they do it in your face. The Democrats will do it with a smile in your face. Like, you know what I mean? They won't tell you about it. They'll shake your hand. They'll be doing it behind. So... I mean, it's kind of like what we were talking about last time with Jordan, where I compared, because you just said we have to do things a whole new way. If, if we're going to want change, and is, is Connie that person? And it's like, that's when I said, well, that's what a lot of people voted for Donald Trump for. That's what a lot of the supporters thought of him. They thought, okay, this is somebody who's not a politician. He's coming from completely left field. He's like throwing a wrench in the whole system. And that's why a lot of people did vote for him. It's, it had all to do with that. So. Like Kanye, if we were to vote for Kanye, it would be us doing that same thing, basically. It's going outside the norms, going outside of what's been happening and looking for a complete change. Yeah. And is that the answer? I don't know, but I know for me, Biden, Kamala, it's not happening. You can't, nobody could, for, nobody could guilt me into it. I got guilted into 2016. I was all on board. Everybody was telling me it was the most crucial election. I'm like, all right, Trump is the racist, whatever. I gotta vote for Hillary. Gosh. Vote for Hillary. Then to find, then to actually start doing research and find out all this fucked up shit about her, and I'm like, damn, why did I, you know what I mean? Why did I vote for her? We talk about the lesser two evils. This conversation we were getting into with Jordan last time, and we couldn't even like really keep going into it. But he said, well, don't you believe in lesser two evils? I'm like, not really. But if I do, then in my honest opinion, Trump is the lesser two evils. Even though in your face it doesn't look that way, but. Like, if I'm, if I'm gonna look at what Hillary has actually done, or fuck Hillary now, because we're talking about Biden. I'm talking about what Biden's actually done, and I'm supposed to care about black people, right? Black Lives Matter. Yeah. So I care about who's harmed black people more, Trump or Biden? Throw we, have, we have the 1994 crime bill, like, yeah. and then Kamala Harris. We have all, we, everybody knows about the marijuana stuff and all the convictions and how many, and how she was trying to deny black people innocence Bro, black people to get out of jail yeah no there's man there's there um there's two i know there's somebody named cooper and somebody named gage both of them are 2015 trials uh both of them have been set up with their prosecution so that way they don't have the option of getting parole or getting released on like any good acts any good behavior or anything like that they both have been shut down and that was kamala harris that set it up that way and i i think that's crazy and she also had the um she also had the capability, and I, have to, I might have to fact check myself on this, but she also had the capability of passing a law that would actually help 
with more nonviolent felonies and nonviolent yeah. crimes for people to, you know, have a better process of it instead of just staying in the system. But she did it because her main thing is literally to make people career inmates. It's because it's, it was cheap. Pro it was it was cheap labor for companies in um, California. People don't. I mean, which is that's the whole like private prison court. Like she was a big part of that, and now it's like her hands in that. We want her and Biden just because it's fuck Trump. So I'm a, I'm a, when I when I think about this, I'm literally just thinking about the policies. I know Trump has said a, a bunch of um, fucked up shit. I know he's not the greatest president. I'm not a Trump supporter in any way. But I'm just gonna look at the policies and see which policies have affected my community worse. I'd be anybody who says that Trump's been worse as far as policies concerning than Kamala Harris and Biden. You're you're biased. You're not you're not really looking at this because it's, it's, the evidence is right there. Trump hasn't even been a politician to had enough time to affect us exactly. as bad as they have. And, and then like um and I, I know like a lot of people like a lot of people when they hear stuff like that they immediately jump to like the negatives and stuff like because they're not looking at the big picture, not removing themselves or their opinion. They think they're looking at the big picture because because the big picture right now the narrative is do anything to get Trump out anything and it could be anybody. So yeah. if it's Biden then whatever is Biden. But, but at, like you said, Trump hasn't had any political background or track record to prove that he's worse than anybody else. Obviously, the way he carries himself and the way he carries himself during, uh, towards certain people, it's ugly. It's probably the ugliest way I've seen any president like carry themselves at all. Like it's said, definitely not presidential. It's not. It's, it's not professional. It's not exactly like something you want representing the country. Exactly. But like I said last time, is it a more accurate representation of what Americans what, are? And what the government really is. Yeah. And like you were saying, you'd rather have somebody be that way in your face so you know not to knock with them than to have them do a sneak, like subtly sneak diss you. And that's what Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are gonna do. They're gonna do anything they can. Like, first of all, Joe Biden already is talking about, or one of his goals is to increase taxes off rent. Like that's one of the big things that he's gonna start doing. So that's just one thing, and you know, everybody else that, you know, people in poverty and stuff like that, they're not gonna get those tax breaks. Joe Biden, you think about the way Trump is friendly with a lot of people like that own companies and stuff like that, think of Joe Biden on another scale. He's gonna help out whoever he can at the top in his ecosystem of money and power before he tries to help out any of the regular people, hands down. And I can't even really speak towards what I think, how I think Biden is going to affect the country or Kamala Harris. I mean, I, I lean towards negative, but I don't really know. My problem is, to me, in my opinion, and it's pretty obvious, the whole Democratic Party in itself is corrupt. We didn't want Biden. We didn't want Hillary. Most people wanted um, Bernie Sanders. If not Bernie Sanders, and some people wanted Yang, Tulsi Gabbard, whoever it was. But they rigged it both times for Biden and then for Hillary. It's like it's a whole machine going on, you know what I mean? So where I look at Trump, and once you're president, you're gonna be compromised to some degree. Like, so Trump isn't, they're all puppets, right? Yep. But to me, the Democratic Party and the machine that's happening is more of the like, more in power, where I see, I feel Trump is um, going mostly off himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause he's not, and it even shows. Cause, cause, it, cause the Republicans didn't want Trump. No, he didn't. went and took it. He did, basically. <laughs> cause like you said, Trump is America. Trump is what the masses of Americans, like that same ideology set, that same mindset, everything. He thinks, he acts, he talks, he speaks, he does everything in the same manner that they would. That's why they coincided with him. That's why they're on the same like boat and all that with him. I totally forgot what I was gonna say. We were just talking about, oh yeah, but um, like when you look at Trump and stuff like that, most of the people in his cabinet were Republicans that were either pre-existing with other parties and stuff like that that got rotated in and look what he did. He mostly cleared all of them out. And anybody that's on his cabinet or on his administration, TV companies. Like this is a person that owns a TV company, a, a producer, his daughter that sells handbags and whatever she sells that nobody buys. Like, you know what I mean? These are people that aren't political. And that just shows how much he's, how do I say, distance or, or, um, or just not involved with like that political party. Yeah. It shows how much separated he is from the actual political system. And that's why for me, it doesn't have as much to do with Biden and Kamala Harris, even though I could point to their track record being terrible as well. 
it, it points more for me, like the whole democratic system, the whole like liberal side, like, because they basically force fed us Joe Biden. Bro. They force fed us Hillary Clinton because that's not what the people really wanted. This, this, it's clear that they rigged, I mean, the DNC just rigged both, <laughs> both, both times, both like. They did because more. 16 in. I 100% I believe that there's a lot more people out there that would rather have seen Bernie Sanders on the ballot than Joe Biden. And with that being said, there's no way with the popularity and the numbers that Bernie Sanders was getting at first, like when he first started running like with, against Biden and all them, that he was losing like that. Mm -hmm. There's too many people out there putting, putting his like, you know what I mean? Like putting their weight in his name and his hat, like all thrown in there. So number one, that's how you could tell. And that's, that's when I started to also believe like, well, it was mostly towards the Hillary stuff, but um, like that campaign. But that's when I also started to believe like, yo, the Democratic Party's not really that much for the people. Hands down. And then you look at the stuff that they approve for Joe Biden to put out in his campaign, his ads, and then what he says. Bro, he, everything he says is contradictory to anything he's, you know, masked to say what he's going to do for the good of the people and stuff like that. Nothing he says resembles what he's actually trying to promote. Right. Especially when he's on there, like, doing, like, those talk shows and all that stuff, like, or talking to people, reporters. When he's in the moment and you're really listening to what he's First saying, first of all, he doesn't make any sense a lot of the times. He, he, <laughs> yo, he reminds me. Yeah, we think, everybody thinks he has dementia. Yeah, yo, he reminds me of Nixon in a sense. You know what I mean? He has no personality. The way he talks isn't really fluent. And then he always like he kind of has like multitask windows in his head. He just jumps <laughs> from conversation to conversation. He has like a glitch. Yeah, literally like, like a glitch. <laughs> like literally, if he was to win, I'm, I'm. 80% positive, he might go senile before his term is up. He's, he's belligerent. He really is. Yeah, he wouldn't like, be surprised if like Kamala Harris had stepped up and be, and be president. And that's another reason why I kind of think they picked her, because she lost already. You know what I mean? When she tried running, she already lost that, so that's no chance. Well, because a lot of people were throwing dirt on her for how she's been doing people dirty as a prosecutor in California and all that stuff, and not helping with laws against, that would help people out, especially people in poverty. And I feel like they, they set this up so that way, if at any moment, Biden might have to step down or he's like deemed unfit yeah. or whatever it is, Kamala's getting groomed, you know? Right. That's, I hate politics. I hate politics. <laughs> That's why like I really, I'm, I've been really giving it to consideration of going outside of the, the normal political parties. Because if we really want to change, we can't continue to repeat history. No matter what side we pick on, it's just it's like ping pong. Just keep on going back and forth. Somebody yeah. else has to come into the party. I mean, if you're somebody that really believes in Biden and really believes in Kamala Harris, and, and you're a Democrat, whatever the case may be, and you really believe in them, and you could, and you have information to support that, and that's fine. But the people who are just trying to tell me that they are dirt, that you you believe that they're terrible, but we just have to get Trump out. That's like the most, that's the craziest that's logic to me. Like, that's, that's like, doesn't make no sense. I can't like, get with that at all. That's backwards thinking. I'd rather you actually say, well, I fuck with them because of this, this, and this, and I think they're going to do this. I could disagree with you, but at least this is what you believe. You really believe in them. All right, that's who you're going to vote for. You have that right, right? But to, to, to agree with everything I'm saying and then say, yeah, but we still got to get rid of Trump. That bro, butt, what are you talking about? That butt is wild, bro. <laughs> and if you do, no, hands down. If you do have any valid points or anything like that, hit me, at me, whatever it is. Like I want to hear, I want to hear what your stance is and what, why your opinion is that way. I want to hear those bullet points of why you think that and that's, way. And that's the thing too that drives me crazy because even when I'm on Twitter or Facebook or anything like that, and I'm seeing the reasons, I'm seeing like everything the media says, like why not to like Trump. So I'm seeing same things. It's kids in cages. Even though that was going on during Obama years, that was going on during the Bush years, it's the same thing. I'm seeing, he said this about Mexicans, he said this about black people. I'm seeing, like, if I was, if a Trump supporter was coming right now, I could give you real reasons why Trump is fucked up and why he's not a good president. And it has nothing to do with racism, it has nothing to do with, it's all like economic stuff and we can go into that after, but I could give you, I could, I could argue against a Trump supporter without bringing up race, without bringing up the border, all that shit. But when I'm online, that's all I'm seeing. So I'm like, yo, you guys don't even really know what's going on. That's another thing. Like a lot of the, a lot of the voters of America are so misinformed and uninformed. Most of the time, you're brainwashed by the media. Yeah, and that's another reason why they fall into those parties. And that's why I know primaries in Connecticut were on the eleventh. You know, they were on the eleventh. And I have friends of myself that are in the unaffiliated party, 
and they don't let you vote if you're unaffiliated in the primaries. Like, you can only vote in the presidential campaign, which, number one, I think that's very foul to kind of force somebody to declare a party, especially when you don't 100% reside. Because, like, if you think about it, let's say people in those parties stuff, like, are revolving and stuff, what if I change my view on aspect and I no longer agree with them? Bro, I mean, that's already happened, like, because I was just thinking about this the other day. Because um, I saw a post of Obama, and it was like, it was it said like, forget what Trump said about immigrants. Let's listen to what Obama said. And bro, Obama said like basically the same type of shit Trump was saying. But the thing is, he was saying that in 2008. And but it's also the way it's written for him. It's, it's the way it's, so what I was going to say is, to me, so we talk about Democrats and Republicans, left and right. I feel like the country as a whole has moved so far left that now things that were like, if you were considered like certain things you say now would be considered like a right wing talking point, whatever. But 10 years ago, if you would have said that same thing, you would have been on the, you would have been on the left. Yeah. Cause it, keep, it just keeps moving keeps forward shifting. that way. Yeah. So it's like a person who was Democrat, he got, he got to stay with that uh, side because he to vote in the uh, local elections or whatever, like you were saying. And it's like, he might not even really get down with them no more cause they've moved so far to the left. That's like, now he's considered right wing. Exactly. And then once you walk into those polls and stuff like that, they have the two separate, t so number one, if I'm looking at it as a mind game type thing, you walk in and they already have the two tables separated. So you're already dividing America as is, as people walk in. And this is, these are like those local communities and stuff like that. And then for you not to be, for you to be able to suppress somebody's ability to vote in a primary election, just based off of them being unaffiliated, I think that is, for me, I think that's unconstitutional because everybody has the right to have their voice heard. So if you're just gonna throw their opinion away just because they're unaffiliated or they're independent or something like that, for me, the primaries inside your, your communities, you know what I mean, the municipal government and stuff like that, that's where the real fight starts. And that's also where a lot of people don't, they don't pay attention to it. There's no way you're gonna get it from the, from the top down. Of course you may think that's gonna be the easiest way, but that's not how it's gonna work. You have to start working on people like governor of the states, mayors of cities and stuff like that. That's how you start to build from the ground up. You never work at the top. Nobody builds a house from the top. You always work at the foundation. So if you really want those changes, especially in your communities, that's where you have to start. So you get more funding for your schools, more funding for like, you know, cleaning up the, the streets and all that stuff and parks. That's where it's gonna begin. But a lot of people overlook that because it's not the big picture. It's like if somebody took a picture and they put the frame like, and, but the borders cover the outside and you're missing information. Like those borders make up the whole picture, even though it's a little piece of it, it's still making up the whole picture. So I'm not trying to discredit anybody or sh throw shade at anybody at that, but if you really aren't informing yourself enough and going out there to even like really think about why you're in a certain you know, party or like who you're voting for a certain person, and then you're not starting out on your own community and you're trying to look at just nationwide, I'm not gonna say you're wrong, but I'm just saying you're going about it the wrong way. So they're wrong. <laughs> yeah, basically, I mean, like I said, I'm not gonna call you wrong because I, I don't have that right. I don't, I don't judge nobody, like you go about your business like that. But if you complain about all that stuff after that and all you're doing is voting for presidentials and not paying attention to anything in the state, in your communities, you're doing it wrong. It's a big, politics is everywhere. Politics is in the jail systems, the education systems, in the hospitals, they're everywhere. There's not one thing that's gonna separate politics from anything out there. Even if it's a family-owned restaurant, there's still politics being played there. Yeah, most likely, I mean, since Trump's been elected, we talked about this before, about has anything in our lives actually been affected by Trump? And it's like, it's more likely that something in your, in your local elections has affected you more than anything Trump has done. Like, unless, unless you're, you know, you an know, immigrant yeah. or, you know, you're dealing with that type of thing. Other than that, you've most likely been impacted by your local government way before and way more than you've been impacted by. Yeah, but then again, then again too, like, like not to take away from anything that ICE has done or anything like that, but this stuff is, it's pre-Trump. Pre it's been going on for years. The yeah. only reason that's, a, and I, I look at it this way too, the only reason why it's a big emphasis for, for his administration is big part of like the way the media portrays that. Even though the media wants to say like they're always with like whoever it is, there's a lot of things out there being played, a lot of politics being played where they play both sides. So obviously they're gonna, you know, 
look at it one way for Obama and then look at it another way for Trump. Exactly. And it's not even all media is going to be on one side. They're going to play both sides just to separate and drive that wedge a lot more. They're going to be mostly on one side. Bro, the only conservative Republican media is like, is, um, I mean, on a national level is Fox. Other than that, and that just goes for even beyond politics. Like you just talk about Hollywood in general. You talk about the entertainment industry. You talk about sports industry. It's all more left-leading. If you talk about um, education, academia, college, all that is way more left-leading. I saw a stat the other day. I'm probably going to fuck it up because I don't remember. But it was something like 80% of college professors are liberals or, or um, progressives. Okay. And there's only like a very small of them that's uh, conservative. conservatives. Yeah, so it's like as a nation, we're being groomed to think one way. It's the reason why 90% of black people vote uh, for uh, Democrats. Yeah. Because we're all just being groomed to vote this one way. And it's like, that's why I don't, I don't, I don't see a, a balance right now. Not oh, that, no. again, not trying to force anybody to be Republican, be whatever you want to be. But if you look at what's going on, it's like, the, us, us as a whole, even though Trump is the president and he's Republican, as a whole, like I said, we talk about media, entertainment industry, Hollywood, sports industry, all, all that is way more liberal leaning left. And there's some good in that too. I'm not saying it's bad, but it's, it's, there's not, it's not an even playing field at all. No, it's not. And that's also why, you know, politics gets so tainted. When they got funds and all that stuff moving around, it's too much. Politics all about, it's a big money game. So at the end of the day, and it's a mafia too. I strongly believe that one person in power as soon as they're out, they're going to the next position, they already have somebody in their ecosystem of power to replace them. Hands down how it is, they use their power to get the people they like in there to help them out. And then, obviously, they're going to get points on a package. You know what I mean? Let's say a senator moves up to whatever he's going to do, and he gets somebody to go in for him. Whoever just replaced him, obviously, going to have to kick something up to him for, you know, picking him and putting him in there. And, yo, I tweeted this the other day because, you know, I'm watching The Wire now. And now I know why I kept on talking about Omar with the pistol. Because the only episodes I caught were in uh, season four. And that's when he started using the handgun and stuff like that. But that's besides the point. The Wire is more relevant, if not just as relevant today, as it was when it dropped back in like 2004. You watch The Wire and you see how much politics, like, you know, snub certain things. Like, you remember when they're doing all the, um, all the investigations and then they get to like people in the, in the political arena and stuff and they, like that. And they, and they snub yeah. the investigation, right? Yeah. That probably goes on in the real world, in the real world, oh, like awesome. a thousand times more. It's like if you think of that, that's just that's just TV show and stuff like that. You think of how what much season did you get to? I'm on season five right now. And so you get into the newspaper and all that, and exactly. see how even that's affected. How yes. even the newspapers can't say certain shit because then they don't have sources no more. Yep. Like the the uh, local government or um, fucking police force won't won't talk to them anymore if they start saying certain exactly. shit too fast exactly and that, that brings me back to how we got censored when we put up we went to put our stuff on an ad like there's like there's supposed to be you know freedom of speech and all that everybody has their opinion and then the, there's the media and like we i would claim us as you know part media like more social media type thing whatever we are it's still going out there and it's a type of media but like even something like that to be suppressed i don't even think that came directly from that company what was it google I don't even think it's directly from Google. I think that's just, we just fell in a bin of a higher up telling Google, this is what we don't want to accept. And since we're in that bin, we automatically got knocked off. That's the same thing with the newspapers. I'm pretty sure the Hartford Current and all that, they have somebody in there that's political or has political ties to suppress real stuff from getting published. And if you're a newspaper, what do you do? It's like, yeah. you gotta- The government gotta has muscle. Yeah. Newspaper, the Hartford Current has like no muscle. So the government's gonna come in, either take somebody's job, or like set somebody up. I I I, I just want to say thank you for putting me onto the wire, cause like I know I watched it back in the day. Obviously I wasn't paying attention to it, but like coming back and watching it now, it makes so much more sense. But it also opens your eyes to so many more things that could be going on that you're not paying attention to. And like I said, it goes back to the whole thing about worrying about your communities, cause like if you really want your kids to have the best, they're the future. At the end of the day, like the kids are gonna be the ones, even though if you look at a group of kids in your community, whatever it is, and you don't be like, oh, they're not gonna be politics or anything, they wanna do this and that, you never know where they can end up. So that's why that their education is very vital and the people giving them that education is even twice as vital to make sure that we're not raising corrupt children inside of our communities. Cause like the teaching doesn't always stop at the school, but that's where they spend eight hours a day. So that's where all their influences are gonna be. If we're not taking care of the kids, we're not taking care of ourselves.
it's gonna be more it's like I'm not even gonna go into it, but like education, like kids keep on dropping out or whatever it may be, wherever you're at, it's just gonna either bring crime up or or take away from the people that can actually be providing that support for the next presidential race, for the next mayoral race, or whatever it is. It's perfectly put. Fuckers. Um, another thing I wanted to say is that, um, this is probably, it's off topic to what we were just talking about, but it's a little bit more to what you was talking about. Like, you know how Democrat, uh, black, you know, black people, and people of color minorities are more likely to vote Democratic. I saw it was um it was a map and I'll send it to you so that way if you want to pop it on a video or anything like that, but it shows all non-white voters and what the states would look like if they if you know we took white people out. There were five red states, if not four, five red states. Yeah, that's what we need to start getting on. Like we even though like everybody makes a big fuss about you know everybody of color getting out there and voting, we really have to be about it. We can't just oh you got to fix the cameras. And another thing, yo, I hate that um, the whole like COVID thing has become a political topic point. Like that's not. Oh, so we okay, we could talk about that because we we talked about it in the last podcast that yeah, didn't yeah. come out, but the whole censoring of the those doctors. Okay, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That lines in perfectly to exactly what we were talking about. Yeah. You know, if you're if you don't fit this certain narrative, then we're gonna take you off the internet. I mean, well, let me just explain it, even though I'm sure most people know how a bunch of group of doctors came together and um, basically sharing their views that went against what uh, most mainstream people were going with. And a group of doctors came together and... <laughs> group of doctors came together basically talking about hydroxychloroquine um, and zinc and the Z-Pack and how it could be used as a cure. Um, I'm sorry, I just, I keep... I keep I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> sorry. Um, but they talked about that, they talked about Schools opening up, they talked about police brutality and a bunch of other stuff, but the issue was that what they were saying, since it was going against mainstream news and all that, and it became so popular, it got like 18 million views on Facebook, it got like 13 million on YouTube, they basically scrapped it and took it down. And they, so it's censoring, pretty much. Yep. Rather than just arguing, because they, what, they, what the mainstream tried to say is they were spreading fake news. Like, yep. They were spreading propaganda and, and it was wrong. But, and, our, and our issue was that if it's, if what they were saying wasn't true, it needs to be battled with a debate, as in battle words. You can't just scrap it, take it down. Like that's that's like what we talk shit about China for and yeah. North Korea and all these keeping information from them. And you know what I mean? It's, it's the same shit. Yeah, basically, because like, if you really think that the information was bad or stuff like that, you're scrapping like that. Look at Facebook and look at all the fake news, quote unquote fake news, whatever it is that gets put published on there. Like we said, all, all the shit that who came out and said. Um, World Health Organization came out and said about cr coronavirus, and they officially uh, in the beginning they said we didn't need masks, yep. and so they had to scrap that, and now now we do need masks. So it's like it just, was so just because they're the biggest organization dealing with COVID right now doesn't necessarily mean they're right. So somebody should be with us, come up and say whatever they want to say. Like I said, we could come up and say. Yo, smoke crack and you're gonna get rid of COVID. But we should be able to say that if we wanna say that. We and should. Somebody can come up to us and say no. And you know what I mean? Everybody, everybody has the right to follow the information that they want to, regardless if it's right or not. If they wanna get it corrected, that's on them. If they wanna take just one source and just run with that, that's on them. But for you to censor something like that, especially. It's coming from doctors. 12, right? Like 12 doctors? It was like 12 or 8 doctors? It was a bunch, I don't know. They all have degrees. They all put in their time. They all have a career with track records of, you know, I didn't look at all of them, but a good four of them had career track records where they have things where they've, you know, improved health in their area or in their offices or certain things. So for you- The black woman said that she cured uh, 350, she had no deaths of COVID patients. So. At her office. And yeah. if you look at the, the documents that they provide for that, she's, she, that was correct. Yeah. Nobody so has gone into her, something to what she's saying. Yeah, nobody, nobody has gone into her office with COVID has died. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing that set off that, that red alarm to like, you know, whoever has the control to censor stuff with the FCC or the, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, if, if she has stats to prove all this and like, you can go look at her office, you go look her up and she actually has like information out there. I mean, I don't, at this point, I don't know if it's still out there because obviously they take down the video, they're gonna take down whatever's next. But all of them are credible practicing physicians in their, you know, focused field. For you to be able to just take that off and like still be able to have 
still have videos of like Ben Shapiro and stuff like that online. The dude that probably talks the most out of his ass. His head is so far up his ass, bro, that like I, I, I'm, I'm guaranteed to be able to reach right through his neck again and just pop back up. We, we, we were talking about how right now on Twitter, you could put porn up on Twitter, but you can't put information about COVID if yep. it goes against the mainstream narrative. Facts. Which is sick. That's, that's that tells like, you where we're at right now. It, it really, it really shows you how much freedom we really have. And we were talking about this last time. Everybody, you know, talks about fascism, co uh, capitalism, communism, and all that stuff. If you really look at the United States and how they try to paint other countries like North Korea, China, and all that stuff, you separate, really separate yourself from the United States as a citizen and look at it as a whole. Look at the way the U.S. treats their people. Look at the way China treats their people and all that stuff. United States government is doing the same exact thing that the Chinese government did with any of their protests. They're using excessive force on everybody, not passing any new laws to protect their people, and at the same time, they're sweeping it under the rug like they're not doing anything wrong. Ring a bell? Yes, it does, because it's happened in China multiple times, and what does the U.S. do with those other countries? Put out propaganda to make them look very negative and bad. But you got that one finger, you pointing at them, you got them other three pointing right back at you, and you're doing it three times as bad. Like, hands down, if America really cared about its people and it really wanted to make a change, they'd have reformed police stations, schools, hospitals, anything that is a service. And I'm going to tell you right now, because I strongly believe this, the Pledge of Allegiance is the, biggest lie that, is the biggest lie ever told, said, recited in America. They had us repeating cult shit. Like, if you had the Pledge of Allegiance and stuff, and they used to suspend kids, kick kids out of school, and didn't stand up and say the Pledge of Allegiance, regardless of their religion. Number one, you're supposed to separate religion from state. State funding goes into a school, so that should be separated. That's number one. Number two, you should also not force any views, especially political views, on children. Anybody alone, everybody has a right to have their own set of mind, like any of that. That was the biggest lie that I ever had to recite in school. That's the biggest lie I learned in school, because it's not justice for all. And you, the numbers don't lie. Majority is black people, and that's why that's why it's all Black Lives Matter right now. Not that all that all lives matter shit. Keep that, nah, keep that, keep that shit out of here. If anybody says all lives matters, you're not looking at the bigger picture. It's all Black Lives Matters because they are the biggest population being targeted by the government. Regardless if they want to come out right and say it, regardless of what anybody says. You look at prisons, you look at schools, you look at uh, like the police stations, bro. The mortality rate for infants, blacks. Black infants are the highest. The mortality rate for women giving birth and dying in hospitals, black is the highest. And it's across the board with any other category you wanna go with. So if you wanna combat all black lives matter, it's not because you're trying to stand up for whatever race is, it's because you don't care for that certain group. And I'm gonna say that. If you combat all black lives matter, it's because you don't care for black people, hands down. And there's a, that's a big problem, because a lot of people have this you know, nationalism or like, you know, their, their uh, ethnic group that they want to defend. That's where you really separate where people actually care about people and they don't. Like, as a human, we're all the same. Unless you say some bigger shit to me or I see you doing some bigger shit, we the same. I'll rock with you. I'll fuck with you until the end of the day. I'll support you and stuff like that. I mean, obviously, if you're not close to me like that, I'm not gonna do that much. But at the end of the day, if I see anything like out there and I know you're not a bigot and I know you cool, like, you're just like me, we bleed the same. Our pigmentation might be different, bro, but it's inside, we got the same blood. It might be different, cause like you might have other stuff in your blood, but you might be O positive, but we still all humans. I, that's why I never, I never understood that somebody can grow up or just wake up and manifest hate out of nowhere and just sum up that negative energy. Like I can't have that in my body like that. I don't know if I, the way I was raised or just like the people I grew up with, but I could never amass that in my soul. Like that's just not me. I feel you. I'm sorry, I had to go off on that because that like that's yo, that's like the biggest thing I want to get across. And I, yo, I fuck with the shirt. Um, shout out to America Hates Us on Instagram because she plugged me with the shirt and all that. And anybody that takes offense to this shirt right here, come meet me because my hands is open. <laughs> well, that was a lot there. Sorry, I got I got a little heated. There. I got a little heated. I like the passion. Appreciate that. Because we get talked about, like, you know what I mean? The people of color get talked about, like, we're the, the minority and stuff like that. When we, I want to say there's probably, I'm, like I said, like, these numbers probably not accurate. There's probably two to one.
two to one of people what? of color, like people of color to white people. If not, maybe more. Oh, no, I don't think so. Now you don't think so? You think it's pretty even, or you think the white people outweigh us? I mean, what do you consider white? Caucasian. I mean, a lot of Hispanics consider themselves white. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm Caucasian, but you definitely not going to put me in it. Like, if I'm filling out a job application, a census, and that, I'm not putting off that white shit. I'm not even putting off the Hispanic shit, because I'm not Hispanic. I believe, I believe black people are like 13%. If that, thirteen percent of what the population? Population. Okay. And then I, I think, and then per, and then Spanish, um, is a little bit more than that. So I probably have maybe to, like twenty five. I probably have to recheck my facts and all that stuff, like, cause you probably right. It sounds that sounds about right. But at the same time, it's like, if we all get together, we might have a chance. Or not, we might. But we will we, have a chance. We might have a chance to do what? Cause that's what I'm saying. Like, to when, make, I, when I say ninety percent of black people vote Democrat. Saying we might have a chance is gonna mean two different three, two different things from me versus somebody else. Because right. to me, it's like we still gotta we gotta fix our mindset before we even. It brings me back to it brings us back to that talk about what like the utopia. Yeah. Utopia for me is gonna be totally different than utopia for you. Yeah. But we use that definition or we use that word, but our definitions are completely different. Right. So yeah, that's hundred percent. Um, yeah, and it, and I think like with everything out there, there'll never be a way. There's never gonna be a day where everybody's on the same boat against like the greater evil just because everything's being shown as it's eviler than the other one, or they both have evils in there. And that's why that lesser two evils thing, like it, it really doesn't resonate with me well because they're both bad. Why are these our options? Why is it at the point where like, this is really all we have, to, this is the only options we have for our government? We don't have any freedom. You, people may look at it like it's freedom, but these electoral colleges and all that stuff, they just sway us that way. The people they want to be in power are in power. And at the end of the day, if we really, Every, like I said, a lot of people wanted Bernie to be running for Democrat. Look at him now, on the sidelines. He might get a position in the in the, the cabinet. That's why people don't want to hear this. But if you want to talk about who, like basically what we're saying, we want to happen. The closest thing to that is what happened with Trump becoming president. Nobody thought Trump was going to be president. Like that was literally his fan base mainly by himself. So he didn't have nobody. He had no a, lobbyists or anything. Yeah, he, had, a, he had nobody he had, a, he had to cater to other than what he wanted. Yeah, and that's but, a big yeah. thing. That's a big thing. Cause like with these people, especially Biden, Kamala, any, well, anybody out there, even Andrew Yang, I think Andrew Yang still had a little bit of funding from like outside sources and stuff. You look at Bernie, Bernie's race and all the, all the money he put into his funding his campaign strictly came from himself and people he only confided in. If you try to look at, like, if we were to look at numbers, like funding numbers and stuff like that, you're going to see so many lobbyists with their hands in their pockets for Trump, Biden, and all that stuff, because they have an agenda, and in order for to get that agenda done, they put up money. I'll give you 25000 for your campaign. I want this, this, and this, like, zoning, or, you know, I want a contract with something like that. You got to fix the camera, or you're good. Um, but, yeah, no, like, lobbyists will put their hands in their pockets, but the only way it's coming out is because they want something in exchange for that money. Whether it's a good deed or help or even getting a, a contract for schools and stuff like that. Like it's little stuff like that, but it's big. It is big because now those people have weight with those contracts in the, in the political. And if they own companies and stuff like that, you might see them moving into positions of power in the political arena. That's, that's why I'm glad I'm watching The Wire now because like that, that shit really is, that's real life. Obviously, it's Hollywood, but that's how things play out in real life. There's so many different hands that politicians put their, you know, different baskets that politicians put their hands in. Like, well, I think one, one thing that stuck out to me the most was um, when Mayor Royce leaves and then Mayor Carcetti comes in and there's a $54 million deficit in education. And I look at that like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a TV show and stuff like that. I don't pay attention to education funding or anything like that. So that's something that's out of mind, like out of sight for me, so I don't think about it. But if I was to look into that, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be finding deficits in New Britain public school systems or wherever it may be, just because the, you know, the mayor or whoever it may be had a lobbyist in their, in their campaign and they have to honor that before they can do anything else for the city. And that's the same thing with the presidential campaign. Like they have to honor, especially when they get that funding, they have to honor any of the promises that they made before they even think about doing what was on their agenda or the agenda for the people, if they have one for the people. And that's why, like when it comes to left versus right, or I wouldn't even say left versus right, just why I'm against like Democrats and the left in general is because they're, they're more for more government. And 
So that goes into like, like I don't think government should be involved as much as they are at all. Like, it should be way more locally run. I believe in way like smaller government and more local, 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 local uh, government. Fact, At the federal level, it's just we don't like our taxes. We have no idea. We have really no say what's going into our taxes. Like we where, where our taxes are going towards. We don't. We have no idea, and that's why the school system's fucked up. That's why like that's why so, hospitals so, are. So trash. say you said um, in the show that they needed funding for the education. How much was it in debt? It was fifty-four million. Fifty-four million. So for them to get that fifty-four million, for, for them to get any money, they literally have to abide by federal standards of the schooling. So that's how our localized tests come in and they got our standardized standardized tests on that yep. come in and they gotta to get meet this certain criteria and that's where like shit gets all fucked up because then they're the teachers will start teaching for this test instead of really teaching their kids and then that's how people we like we talk about education all the time how we didn't really learn too much because we're learning everything towards these tests and, and standardized testing for our schools to get funded by and it just creates a whole corrupt system. That's what happens in every, like, wherever you want to put every section, every sector. Even when it comes to, like, college, shout out Peter Schiff. I was just listening to him the other day, and he talked about why college is so high. The Joe Rogan one? Yeah. Yep. And, you know, I'm going with the student loans and all that, and how there was no, or student, or college didn't used to cost that much. But what happens when government started guaranteeing loans that these kids will be able to get however much money they need, uh, based on how well they did in school or whatever, the, the government was going to back that loan. Now colleges could charge whatever they want to charge because no matter what, they know the government is going to is going to take that loan from them pretty much. Yep. And that's why colleges start competing and prices start going higher and higher, and loans start getting crazier and crazier because they're backed by the government. And, and what's the government backed by? The Federal Reserve, and we all know what it's like. That's like that's like make believe. Yeah, pretty, Federal pretty Reserve, much. like that, that. All that is first of all. We're talking about the federal. We're doing Hopkins because you're 100 percent right. We talking about the Federal Reserve and how much of a invisible man or ghost the Federal Reserve is. How you gonna How you gonna get all this money to bail out these big companies? I mean, like these big companies and stuff like that. But when it comes to taking care of the citizens, and it's not even like stimulus checks and all that. But I'm talking about like actual, like getting COVID testing for like masses and stuff. You're gonna bail out these million dollar companies and all that that have insurance because they're companies. Number one, number two, like what do you? What, you've been making millions and millions of dollars in profit years and years, and like you get a little speed bump, and now your company's gonna go under. Come on, now you're not gonna you're not gonna weather the storm. I don't believe that. So for you to immediately just be like, yo, let me sign my life here and then get all this money for these companies, but not do it for anybody else, that just shows where the Federal Reserve's mind's at. Or where the government's minds at? Yeah, like 100. percent The Federal Reserve for me, to me in my eyes, it's a ghost. It doesn't really exist. The amount of money that's being taken out, cause like what we're gonna owe the federal. Fe oh, it exists. We get <laughs> the treasury and all that, but we're gonna owe them now. The government and they gotta make that back, and it falls into like what we we're just talking about. Now there's a deficit there of money. Now they're gonna have to cut corners or you know take money from other places just to feed that. Right, what happens is they so they with these stimulus checks. Even though like I, I can't lie, I want a stimulus check. If I if I had a business, I would want these loans and these grants and all that. But what happens is, and this is something we talked about months ago, and this is when we were talking about more conspiracy as as to why COVID might have happened and how they shut down the country and then dump, dumping all this money. What it does, it, it, it um fucking inflates the dollar. Now now prices go up. Now dollar is not worth as much, and it's basically we're more in control of. In control by the Federal Reserve, and because we got we got to do things to make that money back, so it puts us more at a deficit and more at yeah. a you know what I mean. It, it allows government to have more control over us because we have no choice. Yeah, and with that deficit, you think people are really going to get the uh, the cost of living pay that they deserve? You think like there's going to be livable wages and stuff like that? There's going to be raises or anything like uh, you know like state minimum wage and stuff like that? That's not going to go up. I mean, it can't go up. You can't artificially. Yeah. It shouldn't even go up because you can't artificially inflate wages. Shit like that is why it, it creates like a bubble system, and that's the system we live in right now. It's a bubble system because it's not real. You gotta let the free market do what it's supposed to do. That's why the company's gonna the company's gonna fail. They're supposed to fail. That that means that they were ill prepared. Yeah, that means resources cannot can no longer go to them. That means yeah. those resources have to go somewhere else to make the economy keep going. Once you just force feed resources there, like I said, you're creating a bubble system yeah. and it's a fake system. And it's like and that's why I was gonna go into with Trump, where I could say, because a lot of people who are for Trump will say like, oh, he's 
unemployment's at its lowest, there's more jobs, the economy's booming, and really it's not. He's just, he just added to the bubble system that Obama was doing. It's, it's, it's all still fake shit. It's, it's, it's partially- COVID just like showed that, but we were already, we were already headed for a crash no matter what. Not yet, because I mean, with history and stuff like that, I was expecting by like 2022, 2023 around there, that's where, if COVID didn't happen, that's where I was expecting any financial downfalls to come in. All it, t- all it takes is like one, you know, sector of the economy to fuck up and then the whole system comes crashing down because yep. it's not, it's not a real system. It's not. And like you said, those resources wash up for a company, they're supposed to go under. That's how things go. Things are supposed to play their natural course. But like you said, once you put money and monetary and economics into that bubble and stuff like that, that's now that's protected. And it's not, and then people blame capitalism. That's not capitalism. That's, that's not, communism. Yeah, that's because it's, it's talking about two completely different systems. And capitalism, when shit fails, shit just fails. You don't you don't throw them bread to because whose yeah. who's money is that? When the, when the government is giving them giving bailing out all these companies, that's our tax dollars. Hands down. That's us. We're there's no like actual government. The government is us. The government's funding is from us yeah. and the Federal Reserve, and it's not backed by nothing. This is a fucking a fixed currency, not backed by anything. Yep. If anything is backed by like our army and the fact that we can go across the country and and, and, and murder whoever we want, <laughs> like the, that's who is really backed for is the power of our army. Yeah. Other than that, it's not backed by like gold. It's not backed by anything. And that's that's where a lot of people tend to fail. I'm glad you brought that up. That's a lot of people that tend to fail because most of the wars that we've been in in the last 40 years, 50 years, have all been not because there's any wrongdoing out there. Because it was, if it was really about wrongdoing and America really wanted to make a difference in the world, we would have helped Palestine out. We would be helping bear it out. You know what I'm saying? Like that is actually us caring about the Even rest of that, the world. Even that—that's a real thing. You could talk about Trump about. You could talk shit about Trump about because Trump is—he's basically a puppet for Israel. Like he would not—he he won't say shit about Israel. Not at no, all. Like no president can really. And like those are the type of things you could talk shit about Trump. Like and like, go ahead, you keep going about what no, you're no, saying. No, no, go ahead, get it off. I don't want you to lose your train of thought. No, that's pretty much it. Oh, but like if we—if if that was really what it was about. That's what it would have been done. That, things are like that. But us invading, like, Vietnam, and I'm going to look at y'all because I know a lot of veterans don't want to hear this. We lost the Vietnam, Vietnam War. We lost. Body-wise and because we got our asses kicked. But we are there for no reason other to, to grow, you know, a monetary value from that land and to bring back home. Obviously, because we're in debt. It's just more colonialism. It's just yeah. more... Same thing putting, with the Middle East. We want control people, like... That's what we do. We, 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 whatever we see, we take control of it, put the people we want in, in control, who's going to basically do whatever we want them to do, and then we move on. We're not actually trying to save the world and trying to better all these countries, because a lot of them end up in worse positions. Look yeah. what happened. Yeah, Syria, that's what I was, yeah. I was literally about to say. Look what Syria. happened in Syria after oh, we intervened there and what's going on there, a whole slave Obama trade and all Obama bombed the sh- out of Syria. Yeah. Bro. All ours. Bro, ISIS. ISIS was trained by us. So you got to look at that. If you look at the American flag, you have to look at the American flag and you can't be biased and not look at ISIS because they're all trained soldiers by U.S. mercenaries, Navy SEALs and all that. All their guns, all their tactics, all that were taught to them by us, by our own people. Anything that we do outside is not domestic, internationally, is to come back with a monetary value. Nothing's gonna get done out there unless America's gonna have their pockets lined after. So that's right then and there, you know that, yeah, you know they never did any, anything outside of the US besides dirt. All they've done is dirt. And they do dirt here. I mean, we have domestic terrorists in police badges. I mean, the same thing you just said about, we just talked about with Syria and how we basically was either funding them or giving them the weapons, supplying the weapons. We could we could take that same like analogy and apply it to like what's happening in the black community today. Where 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 are we getting these guns from? Where are we getting, where the, getting drugs the drugs from? Yeah. Where are we getting all this shit from? Where did crack come from? Ain't nobody was in the fuck. First of all, for crack to have hit the the amount of land that it hit and like that in that era, there's no way it was just like a couple of you know a couple of because that that made a recipe and you're like yo here it is. Because first of all. Americans are greedy. Yeah, Americans are greedy. You're not gonna want to. Nobody's. If some mother, if somebody in the street came up with crack, they're not gonna want to put their recipe out there and exchange it with anybody else out there unless it's a business partner. 
So that's how you know, because of how fast it got out there, it was something funny about it. Thank you, Reagan, putting crack out in the streets and all that. You know that was you. You know that was you. <laughs> you know that was you. You know that was you. Because for it to hit that hard, that mainstream, that fast, you have to have a, a system of distribution to support that. Am I wrong? Right? And the only person or the only entity that has that system of distribution that can really make it that influential or that impactful is the United States government. Um, and who did it affect? Mostly black neighborhoods. Thank you, Ronald Reagan. You ruined everybody's future. I hope you know that. I hope he's still alive, right? Ronald Reagan? Yeah. I don't know. No, I, yeah, don't, I, I don't think Ronald Reagan is alive. Ronald Reagan. No. Nah, probably not, right? He he was like he was already like 60, 70 and stuff like that. Yeah. But it, uh, nah, like, he died in 2004. 2004? Good. I hope you're hearing this. I know you're hearing this. <laughs> Suck my shit from the back with your mother's lips, bro. In the afterlife on some real stuff. And that goes to any other politic that's done dirt out there. Um, we got a little bit off topic, but we, we was just talking about... <laughs> We were just talking about them doing dirt, yeah, like them funding ICE and stuff like that and then coming back to the communities because like, hands down, and then you look at, people are talking about population control, let's talk about COVID. People think like there's a big conspiracy that that was part of population control because most people are getting taken out or elderly, um, mostly elderly minorities and then minorities as well and then people that are poor, which are more minorities because you know, white people rule everything or they have the most money, whatever it is. You look at the same way as, uh, as police being police departments being population control. They have one mission out there, and the one mission is to put as many people as they can in a, in a, in a position that either jeopardizes their freedom or take their freedom completely away. Right? <laughs> I mean, I think those two are kind of the same thing, but yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's, that's why I kind of stopped, because <laughs> I was trying to figure out what it was like. So I had to ask that. Police stations, Police in general, like that's population control. If you really want to look at it, and like you said, this is a little bit off topic, but when we talk about abortion clinics and stuff like that, its main mission was by that white lady to kill black babies. I'm pretty sure the police, I mean, the police department, when it first came out, was for people like stopping runaway slaves yeah. and stopping black people from doing anything out there after they were free. Yeah. Fast forward a couple 50 years, only like 50 years, right? That's crazy. Fast forward like 50 years and stuff like that, they're still doing it, but they're doing that's it in a different style. It's more, it's, it's more, I'm not even gonna say sophisticated because it's still barbaric, but they found, a, they found a better way to hide what they're doing. But if you still look at it, incarceration rates, death rates in the hands of custody of police and stuff like that are still minorities and 100% more black people than anybody else. And then that, that I think I, I spoke this on the one that, um, that like we didn't publish because of the fan, when you look at these people in these police departments and stuff like that, I guarantee you a good portion, more than half, are people that don't live in a community. So when you have these people that don't live in a community, have no ties, don't understand anything, coming in and trying to regulate neighborhoods they've never been in, neighborhoods they don't know anybody in, obviously they're gonna be lost because it's not their neck of the woods, number one. Number two, at the end of the day, our taxes are paying those people in those uniforms patrolling our cities but their paychecks and everything and their taxes are going back to their own communities. So of course, they're gonna pick certain people to be police, obviously, because they wanna keep their mission going the same, you know, keep white people in power and keep the minorities down, keep black people down. But at the same time, they're gonna pick people from communities, because like I said, it's all mafia. They're gonna pick people from communities where they know they'll be able to benefit better for their mission, to work in that police station that they have nothing to do with. And not just that, there's too, much, there's too many actions, there's too many, um, what's the word I'm looking for? There's too many responsibilities that fall underneath the police department umbrella. Like there's so many other places like social services or anything like that that can actually help a lot more than just having somebody with a badge show up and try to harass people. They're really not, high school diploma, no years of experience. Exactly. Oh, let me just become, a, and I, I'm going to say this right now, and if you got a badge, you take offense to this, you are nothing but a glorified jock. You are nothing but a glorified jock or a glorified frat brother. I've, I've dealt with multiple, and they always have that ego of like, 
how do I say it? like it's like those people with the trucks and like big cars and all that stuff and lavish cars like they have to overcompensate for something there that's what that in my opinion that's what a lot of police officers are doing or a lot of people become police because they want that sense of power there's no returning justice to the community or doing better for the community it's because it's power with that little badge and a little handgun they get power and they get power hungry and crazy and over time since you're a police officer people kind of it's like authority like when, even if like when you're a kid and you're saying you're on another block and you're in another person's house, you're automatically in their house. You listen to that authority figure. So that happens with the same thing with police, because like, yo, they got a badge and stuff like that, we have to listen to them. But what really differentiates that person from me? Like if we really be honest, take away your badge and all that, what differentiates you from me? You probably have underlying health issues that you've never talked about. You probably have uh, biases and all that stuff. But yet, because you were able to pass a physical physical exam, and then like three months of like training or whatever that, you get to become a cop and decide anything else. People that work in hospitals have to go through years, years. One slip up, they're gone. Cops, you got like stack, and certain cops you'll have stacks of like, um, what's that called, man? Because I know Herc had a whole bunch of them, bro. But you know what I mean, complaints like from citizens and all that, like uh, excessive force or just doing dirt or anything like that. And they have stacks of those and nothing gets happened, obviously because they're boys like the chief or the colonel looking out for them and they're not always oh, just throwing a sensitivity training. How is, how is sensitivity training gonna be efficient if the person teaching it is just as bad as they are? I mean, I looked at a young age that I, I, never, I never fucked with 12. Obviously one, because like that's that's the thing. Like if we're really we're really gonna be honest, ever since we grew up and stuff like that, nobody fucks with cops. But because like when we go through life as kids, whether it be something that gets stolen from your car, your car getting stolen, um, somebody like beating you up and stuff like that, any cop will ever do is ask questions with a little bit of a layer of harassment in there, and then either they're gonna say there's not much we can do or we'll work on it. And you're never gonna get a response back from that in a positive way. You're never gonna get something done and them come back and be like, yo, we found this and we did that. It never works that way. It's always on their time. And at the same time, like if you don't matter, they have bigger things and it's like the wire. They'll shut it down if it doesn't matter to them because there's bigger things pressing or there's an elected official or some lobbyist or something that was promised. So you now get swept under a rug and their thing gets taken care of first because they put money into the building. They put money into that organization. Anything else? Um. I want to say just if I want to leave with anything, it is man. I see your stomach. You got wild sweat on your stomach. Your tat fading off, bro. This is lick and stick tat. I got <laughs> lick and stick tat. I got a lick and stick four or five tattoo. Um, if I want to leave with anything, man, just learn something. Just learn something new. Don't um don't stay in that you know uh, that that premeditated premeditated thought process or you know ideology that you already have set in there and like me myself like I this guy right here he teaches me a lot of things and he doesn't also teach me a lot of things he provokes me to want to learn about different things as well um, so if I had to say anything just make sure the people around you are good make sure you're good take care of yourself take care of your mental health be okay with saying no to certain things if you don't feel up to it uh, and be real with yourself Really be real with yourself. If you feel like you need it, go talk to somebody. Don't, you know, at the end of the day, pride not gonna buy you nothing, pride not gonna earn you nothing. Nobody's gonna look at your pride and be like, damn, I owe him something. Or like, you know, the universe is gonna be like, damn, I owe you something because you're so proud about this. Nah, at the end of the day, it's about the work you put in and then what you actually wanna learn. And like, that's the best thing you can do is learn. It, it's free to do so. Um, I mean, obviously people will be like, oh, school's not free, stuff like that. But if you really wanna self-teach yourself, it's free to do so. Any and every now information is the greatest out time there. to do it. Hands down. And it, yeah, and even we if have you, all the information right here on our phones. Before it's all gone. Before it's illegal. Before it's all censored. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. Like my man Elijah off screen just said, Marshawn said it best. Take care of your mental and then you get your chicken, bro. But that's how it really is. Like at the end of the day, if your head's not if you you're not really there in the head and stuff like that you can crumble just as fast as anybody else. <laughs> um, but if y'all listen, man, Peter Schiff, if you listening, y'all, I appreciate that.
you're a real smart man. I hope you uh, subscribe. Give it a thumbs up. I just hope everybody's good, man. God bless everybody. Everybody, like, just be good. Try to do good. Get that negative energy out of your heart, out of your soul, man. Don't manifest that. It's not good for you. This man right here, look at him. Look at the camera, Darren. Look at the Always got a good smile on his face, man. I've never seen Darren ever manifest any hate or anything like that. He's a happy guy, so just Thanks. do the best for yourself. Do the best for your family. Obviously, everybody has different, you know, things that they're working towards and stuff, but don't ever stop watch the news. Yeah, stop, stop being spoon-fed any information or educating yourself. All this yourself craziness going on outside, and I'm not saying it's fake or anything like that. But when you walk outside, what do you see? Like when you're living your own life, when you just don't pay attention to social media, don't pay attention to TV, anything. Like you walk outside and life, you know, the sun's out. Yeah. It's nice weather. <laughs> The birds are chirping. Yep. Like life ain't your life is okay. First of all, y'all, you opened your eyes in the morning, so unless your eyes didn't open up this morning, you gotta be grateful for something. You was able to eat something, you gotta be grateful. Your car turned on, your check engine light off, be grateful for that. You got bread in your bank account, be grateful for that. You got good friends, good family, good health, be grateful for that. There's something in your life that you can be grateful for. Don't focus on the negativity. Don't focus on, don't let that enter your body, your, your spirit, your domain. You don't need that. <laughs> you don't. You just need to be positive, be happy. Even if you can't be happy, be happy. Make yourself be happy. Manifest that good energy. If you're not manifesting good energy, then what are you doing is manifesting the bad. And you're just letting the bad eat you up from the inside out. Take care of your mental, man. Make sure you're good. Make sure you're good before you try to help anybody else out or try to give good to anybody else. Because if you're not good yourself, then all you're doing is just putting out recycled bad. <laughs> and scene. Cut. <laughs>